If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to America's Healthcare Challenge. The show, the first show, and the only show all about the Affordable Care Act and how it's changing the healthcare industry, what it means to you and your health. I find it an ironic uh, name, America's Healthcare Challenge, because even I, your host, Sean McGuire, uh, have my own challenges as I'm eating McDonald's right now. Kind of ironic uh, for the name of the show, but we've got a fantastic program lined up for you today. Here are we're going to be joined second segment and as a guest co-host for the remainder of the program by our insurance industry expert slash authority. Stuart Solnan, all the way from Florida, sunny Florida. It's kind of gloomy and cloudy here, but he is going to be joining us. Uh, we're going to be talking about today the ACA at the second quarter here in 2015, where we are and where we need to go from here. And we've identified, or he's identified, and we'll talk about 15 different issues, all the way from the economy uh, in the industry, how it's changing, as well as uh, the King versus Burwell decision some um, issues with ACA and wealth redistribution, which is a topic that I'd like to talk about because it seems like we're in an era of uh, politics of re redistributing wealth. It just seems like money is moving around everywhere, as well as some other things like physicians and the ACA and much more. But first, I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, story that I saw this week that caught my most attention or the most attention by me, which was on Tuesday and that is because IBM launches what's called Watson Health. Um, maybe you're a Jeopardy fan. I certainly am. It's one of my favorite Saturday, uh, weekly afternoon game shows to watch Jeopardy. But you might remember Watson, which was the, the uh, computer from, from Jeopardy. And I think, it won, uh, I think it won a bunch of money. I'm not sure. But anyways, that was a... Uh, a thing by IBM, which is <clears throat> everybody knows IBM, especially in IT. But the neat thing is I saw an interview by one of their senior persons uh, heading this thing. Watson Health uh, includes a partnership with um, Apple and some of the other key key healthcare stakeholders to uh, really bring uh, this trend of um, what's called artificial intelligence to uh, the healthcare industry. Um, I think it's hard to uh, really understand what exactly is artificial intelligence. When I first thought of it, I, I guess it's still over my head, but I'm still trying to figure it out. But I thought that artificial intelligence was something more of like Terminator, um, you know, the machines taking over, if you will. And uh, technology has evolved so greatly in the last five to ten years, and they were talking about it during this interview, that it's going to be amazing to see where we are 10 years from now because um, this data revolution in healthcare is just uh, being now discovered. Many people, um, the industry in general, healthcare is behind of other industries, and so they might have uh, access to better data. 
And um, recently, there's been a uh, publication of, um, for example, uh, p- payment rates for Medicare, um, o- other things as well that is allowing people to, um, people in Silicon Valley, I should say, really dive in and um, really manipulate this and understand. And what's gotten even crazier is the fact that there is a, uh, you know, these programs slash uh, artificial intelligence robots, if you will, that are able to, um, you know, handle and get better and, you know, run through these things ten thousands and thousands of times faster than a human being and uh, really find these areas that might be able to help improve healthcare. And so what was interesting is uh, on, on the issue of data is that we haven't even begun to scratch the surface because there are, um, for example, when you when you break it down, we're just getting into the payment data. So, you know, how many people have diabetes? What tests are there? Are they leading to better things? So on and so forth. And then the next step up is uh, genomic data. So, for example, um, we were doing a, a cancer-a-thon. Shout out, by the way, uh, to the community uh, for, for supporting us on the uh, cancer-a-thon because uh, we were able to raise an awful lot of money, and, and that was great. And, um, but what, one of the themes we we're learning about and talking about in researching for cancer treatments is uh, the genomic uh, things as far as like what genes do we have that might predispose us to uh, get cancer at some point in our lifetime and then at what point do we um, be able to catch that before it even happens and prevent it that's the second you know kind of stratosphere of this data revolution that's going on and then finally what's interesting and where this Watson health can come in is by um, going through all of your own personal data for example they have these um, well, these new iPhone watches or these Fitbits or all these things that are able to measure your blood pressure, your pulse, and all of these things and then store it. Well, if this artificial intelligence or Watson or the machines, as you call it, um, are able to um, really kind of use all of that data from all of us collectively and find other things, um, they might be able to um, you know, solve a lot of problems. I actually read a headline recently that the uh, first person uh, to be... Uh, that's going to live to be a thousand years old is alive right now. And um, my friend used to call these people the pod people. Um, those are like the ultra elites in New York where it's just like if you try and have an af- honest conversation, they look at you like like you're uh, something like that and they're so isolated in their pods in, in uh, Manhattan. Maybe that's who, who it is. But um, honestly, I don't know if I could doubt that that could potentially happen. And it's just because all of these industries are intersecting at the same time. Healthcare, technology, and insurance all going through uh, complete transformational changes. And it'll be interesting to see where it ends. And I will uh, leave you with this headline of the week before we bring in our, our guests to talk about quarter two here of the ACA. But uh, the, the headline this week from, from Forbes, I guess it's I guess it's from two years ago, but it just caught me now. Healthcare's trillion-dollar disruption trillion dollars and what they're saying is every one of these healthcare companies out there um, they don't think that they are uh, valued high enough because um, <laughs> face the facts folks our healthcare industry is bigger than most economies around the world and so if um, we can get startups so we can get people that want to like use their programming skills or 
or come up with a new idea or invent a way uh, to treat healthcare better. I think there's a lot of uh, movement in there. There's a lot of room in a trillion-dollar industry for them to make a lot of money uh, by solving a lot of problems. And you know what? I think that's a good thing. But I'd also be interested to hear what you have to think. 402-342-1290. Are the machines taking over? Is Terminator 2 uh, coming? You know, I want to see the new Terminator. Um, I wonder if they'll have anything with healthcare in it. Did the Terminator um, heal himself? Uh, we'll figure that out uh, coming up uh, at the end of the show. We'll talk more about uh, the future of healthcare. But first, we've got Stuart Sloan, president of SIG Consulting Group, coming up. And he's a contributor to the program. You might have heard him before. The guy really gets it. The economics of healthcare, where we are from here. Uh, we'll be talking about that when we come back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge. <laughs> 